This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Kalman, and this is a bonus episode of the Skate Podcast. On this bonus episode, it's got a college free agent theme two Bruin signees, defensemen both, Nick Wolf, Jack Ashawn, a couple of kids that are going to come in uh, this fall and try to at least compete for spots in Providence. Um, a couple of highly coveted college free agents. And uh, if you go on WEI.com, you can read my story on how the Bruins pursue these college free agents and the people that are instrumental in them getting them. Obviously, over the years, we've seen the Bruins get Tory Krug, Carson Kuhlman, Austin Zarnick, Frank Vetrano, a bunch of guys that have been helpful to the Bruins over the last five, eight, ten years. And uh, the guys that have been instrumental in getting those guys, Jamie Langenbruna, Scott Fitzgerald, Brett Harkins. I talked to those guys and uh, did a little story you can check out on WI.com. As always, with the Skate Podcast, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Since you have a lot of time on your hands right now, you can also go on there and leave us some five-star reviews, especially if you've liked our episodes. Last week, we had a great talk with Byron Defoe about his time with the Bruins and about what he thinks of Tuka Rask's revelations about maybe retiring after the season. So go and check that out. But right now, here are my interviews with Bruins College Free Agent Signings, Nick Wolf and Jack Ashawn. So, Nick, I first off just want to congratulate you signing your uh, professional contract, your first contract there. I'm sure, um, I guess Boston was probably in, in front of your mind for a while, considering you've been here, you came to development camp here twice, right? Yep, two, two years. Yeah, so, um, you know, what was it about, you know, kind of that lured you to the Bruins? Uh, well, a few reasons. Um, one, well, it just reminded me of like, Duluth and just the uh, family-oriented, a uh, really close-knit organization. And that's what uh, really attracted me uh, um, to the Bruins because it's such a close-knit, place. the relationships are so strong. And um, that's all it is in Duluth, too. And that's uh, what makes me feel comfortable, and that's why I chose it. Yeah, the... Um I guess they they kind of really liked you too. I guess you know uh, they talked a lot about you the two years you were here and, and the type of player you could be. And what was what was kind of like the process like the wooing? I mean, I know, I know I'm sure uh, Jamie Langerbrunner was probably really involved in that. And just how much are they? Do they keep tabs on you and kind of keep in touch with you once they, once you leave development camp? Um. So well, Jamie is from Coquille uh, or uh, from around Duluth area. So right. It was close. It was. Uh, easy for him to come watch some games and so that's how I was really in close contact with Jamie which is really nice and she's a really personal uh, great guy and can help me out on uh, on multiple different things so he was my main uh, 
resource. And then obviously when I came to uh, camp the last two years, I just made uh, so many uh, great relationships with the coaching staff, with uh, all the, you know, the support staff behind the scenes. And um, it's just, it's just really fit. So um, that's, yeah, Jamie is kind of the lead to lead charge. But um, after I stepped foot in the organization, I knew, I knew it was home. Is it is it overwhelming at all when uh, you're trying to weigh your options and then figure out where you're going to continue your career? Did, is it is it you know even veteran NHL players they become free agents and they don't necessarily like dealing with it? You know how did you kind of feel going through the process? <laughs> yeah, it's actually um, yeah, I don't really like these kind of things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, it the Bruins obviously made it a lot easier, but yeah, like you said, it's not easy making a decision on what you want to do with your career especially with the timeline we had since the coronavirus and the ending of our season and how we, you know, it's just how abrupt it was. So um, it was it was a weird kind of transition, but um, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm happy with the decision I made and I'm ready to uh, uh, keep going in the future. Is it safe to say that uh, you've probably been in touch with Carson Kuhlman about what it's like here? Yeah, we've, we've exchanged a couple of text messages back and forth. And, uh, you know, I guess... Um, you're probably kind of cl- a little bit close with him, at least. Uh, you know what? What's it going to be like to kind of be uh, in the same organization with him again? Oh, it's huge. He's uh, one of our really good buddies. Um, our family's really close to, and he's just a great role model. I think for me and for every, every uh, hockey player out there, um, I think he he just brings that self of comfort that um, that will be nice to have him around. And um, he, like I said, he's just such a great guy and a role model and a leader. And, um, you need that in a locker room, and it's, uh, being a guy like myself, new to the league and new to the organization, it's nice to have him in my corner. Yeah, what, what what do you know about Carson that we don't know? Ooh, honestly, not a whole lot. He's a very simple guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you probably know all, all that I know because he's you know very simple, and he. Uh, um, he's just a hard, hard-working guy, and he keeps his head down, and he's very blue-collar, hard-working guy. Yeah. So you talked about him being a role model for you, and I guess you know you obviously uh, had a captain's role at, at UMD also. And I, I remember talking to him uh, before he turned pro about even though he's a younger, you know, uh, not doesn't have the pro experience, he could still come in and be a leader because he's got this leadership experience. I mean, do you see yourself, you know, assuming next year you're you're with Providence? Or uh, even in in the pro camp, do you see yourself as a guy who can kind of um, you know have a take a, a leadership role right away because you have this leadership experience? You know, yeah, I think so. Um, uh, yeah, the year two years in junior, in, uh, in Duluth helped uh, kind of lead and uh, teach me how to be a leader. Um, but at the same time, it's for me, it was more on the ice, like every day in practice, every game. Um, just kind of being consistent and really giving it your all and mm-hmm. working as hard as you can every day. And that's, I think that's what leading is, is, you know, showing, leading by example rather than just with words. Cause for me, I, I, I like to mumble a lot. So I don't <laughs> understand what I say, but you no, know, leading by example, I will definitely be doing every day in practice and every day when we take the ice. Well, you're coming in clear now, so don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I'm learning, at least. See, <laughs> See exactly. Um, so they list you at six five two thirty. Is that pretty accurate right now? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, and just um, so you know, we've seen the way that the NHL and the pro game have gone. Uh, we see the the smaller defensemen coming in. We see the, the the speed of the game, and um, 
how do you see your game, you know, translating to the pro game? You know, who are there guys in NHL now that you look to and say, okay, I could I could be that kind of guy. There's still you know room in this league for guys like me. Um, well, look at Jara. Like, yeah, he's been there for how many years? Twenty odd years. So, um, as yeah, I uh, I look up to Jara and want to kind of roll uh, shape my game after his. But um, you know, I'm not going to change anything different by the way the game is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an open eyes big hitter, hard to play against D zone, and I'm not going to change that. I'm going to be a I'm going to be a pass to play against, and and uh, you know, if I have to. If I had to uh, jump up with the rush, too, I'll do that, too. But, you know, I just want to be that best to play against. And, um, I'm like I said, I'm not going to change my game away from the physicality. And uh, I hope, guys, uh, I hope my teammates appreciate appreciate that. I hope the opponents hate that. <laughs> and how, over the course of, of the, your time at college, what um, what steps did you take in your development to get to this point where, you, you know, you're a big guy, but you can... Uh, you know, translate to the to the pro game. I mean, how how did, how have you improved the most? You think? Um, well, I'd say my coaches, uh, the juniors, um, Dave Allison, Nate Wiesner, they're two great coaches. They kind of uh, shaped the game of how to play more um, structurally. Mm-hmm. Say. And then um, in Duluth, those guys, uh, San, Sandy Hurt, and uh, well, it started with Lars and Krause. Um, they. They taught me how to be the player I need to be to be successful in the NHL, and they just by being more structurally, by being playing more simple, okay. rather than, than I did in high school and in juniors, just be more simple and um, kind of just you know just be your play your job or do your job, mm-hmm. which is so, uh, physical first, you know, strong first ball, uh, pass out of the zone, um, close on guys in the D zone, and you know. Be, like I said, be a pass to play against. And uh, they kind of just shaped me into that the person and that gave me that mindset and mentality of just playing simple, don't do too much, and uh, you'll be fine. Great. Awesome. Well, I'm glad I got a chance to, uh, to catch up with you. And, uh, again, congratulations and uh, good luck. And hopefully uh, things work out. We'll see you in the, in the fall. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So Jack, just first, um, you know, congratulations on uh, on signing your first uh, NHL contract, and I guess probably not exactly the way you expected it to, to go down. But uh, can you kind of just take me inside what it's like uh, free agency and at this age and with th- with this much of a career and what it's like to kind of be in the in the, in the thick of it? Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, being a free agent, uh, I had some options to go over with after after my season ended, and then. Uh, the whole virus thing kind of started up, and um, which ended my season, my senior year, which was which was tough. But after that, we kind of we had a bunch of phone call meetings with with teams, and um, you know, meeting different people and getting to know some of the the guys uh, in the organization. So it was it was kind of a crazy experience. But I mean, um, at the end of the day, I think I, I chose the right spot, and um, I'm just I'm so excited to get this thing going with with the Bruins. Yeah, how did how did the Bruins kind of win you over? Uh, a big thing, uh, was, you know, talking to, I talked to Bruce, uh, Cassidy and, um, Donnie Sweeney was kind of pushing it the whole way. And, um, you know, just the honesty that they had with me and, um, you know, being able to be transparent and honest and just, you know, not, not really promising anything, just saying, uh, you work hard. And if you're, if you're, uh, in the lineup, you're, 
it means you're probably playing better than the other guys and it doesn't really matter if you're drafted or a free agent. And that was one thing that uh, my parents and my agent went over quite a bit and kind of caught my eye. Yeah, I just actually wrote a story about that. Some of the other college free agents that came before you, uh, the Carson Kuhlmans, the Tory Krugs, guys like that. Um, and they all talk about how, you know, they weren't promised anything and they kind of liked the idea that it was a challenge to uh, to come here and try to win a job, but also knowing that they'd be on equal footing. I mean, did, did you think much about that? Did you look at how those guys had fared and, and see that that, that was a good uh, way to go? Yeah, that was it was a huge thing for me is their, their track record with their free agents and especially defensemen um, who have similar playing styles as me. It was it really appealed really appealing for me. And um, you know, when when they have such a track record like that, with you know, I played against Carson Kuhlman in, in college and. Seeing his success that he had right when he jumped into the lineup was uh, it was pretty awesome, and um, you know it just it's it's something that I, I really looked into. Yeah, I mean, at your age and everything, it could be a little daunting, uh, overwhelming, even to have such a, a serious uh, decision to make at, at this point. Um, did you did you enjoy the, the the free agency experience, having people you know covet you? But was it was it overwhelming at all, or how did you handle it? It was a little bit overwhelming, um, just the fact that I was on the phone pretty much all day for at least a week or two. Wow. Um, but it wasn't, I mean, overwhelming is not the right word, I would say. I think it was super fun <laughs> talking talking to these to coaches and GMs and having my dad in on the calls and my mom. And um, I was looking forward to it. I kind of went through it last year after the season, but um, ended up staying for my senior year. But uh, it was so exciting and, um, you know, getting to meet these people who, when I was a kid, like I, I never thought I'd be able to talk to an NHL coach and, or the players and stuff like that. So it was it was a great experience for me, and I'm I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to do so. Oh, so that's interesting. You went through this last year and stayed in school. How did how did that turn up go about? It was just more so kind of getting information as to what would happen if I did sign. Um, we ended up losing quite a few guys uh, the the year my junior year after that. So it was it was definitely a possibility. But I think uh, the way I matured and grew up as a as a leader on on my team at Saint Cloud. It, it really helped me out. Uh, even talking talking on the phone with with these guys after the season this year, it was I was a lot more comfortable and um, had more insight in, into what was going into the the whole free agency process. And uh, so, what did you think you got? Other than you talked about developing as a leader and becoming more mature, what uh, were, were there parts of your game that you benefited also from an extra year of college? Yeah, uh, for sure. It's actually kind of funny. My my junior year, we were number one. Uh, in the nation for most of the year and right there's a lot of a lot of offense a lot of you know getting in on the rush and stuff like that and this year i had to change it up quite a bit and maybe plan the diesel plan the diesel zone a few more times or you know have to figure out how to how to defend more throughout the game and manage a game and those are two big things that that i think helped me out mature maturity wise huge is you know not always being able to play freely and sometimes shutting it down and trying to manage a game yeah, so how do you, I mean, obviously that'll help you in, in the pro game for sure, and and just um, over the years, clearly you've, you've gotten used to being the size that you are and, and playing uh, against guys that are bigger, and just how, um, how have you, what have you learned about, you know, playing your best uh, in that environment? I think one big thing for me is, you know, body position uh, in the D zone, whether it's in front of the net or in the corners, not letting the guy get behind the net, it was those little things that really... I never really thought of mm-hmm. um, previously, but I think I, I kind of got better at it as the year went on. And whether it's a big guy coming in on me trying to drive wide, or you know, more of a skill guy who likes to make moves or pull up, it's just little things like that that I think I, I really learned a lot in my my uh, senior year here at, at St. Cloud, and I think it'll help me out in the, the levels to come. 
And obviously, when you, when you do eventually get to Boston and, and to training camp and whatever, you're, everyone's going to bring up the Tory Crew comparison. Uh, Cooper Zeck went through that last year also when he came to camp. Everyone wants to talk to him about being, say, the next Tory Krug and just uh, what what is you know you know maybe being uh, hopefully being a teammate of, of Tories at some point or, and just getting the chance to watch him before that. What what has that influenced your career? Yeah, I've watched him. Uh, I mean, ever since he's been in the league, he's obviously been a, a huge influencer for me. I, I just even the way the Boston Bruins play is is always fun. But I think it's one thing that would kind of help out is you know maybe mentoring a little bit. If he like if we're both there, if I end up you know having a good camp or whatever, if if I can learn from from him and uh, you know everybody's seen the success success that he's had, I think that'd be a huge step in in just kind of being a sponge and and listening to him or just watching him. Um, you know, play how he plays because the comparison is there. And, um, I mean, I've tried to mentor my game as much as possible from him because he's a great player. And I think it'd just be a huge thing for me is being a sponge and taking in all the information I can get. Now, you were teammates with Charlie McAvoy on the World Junior team, too? Yep. Did you get yeah, to know? Uh, 2017, I think. Right. And you got to know him a little bit? Yeah. We, uh, it was actually kind of funny. We ended up, we weren't roommates to start. Um, and then my, or his roommate, or, one of the roommates got sick, so we got put together and, um, you know, got to pick his brain a little bit. He's, he's He was a great guy, and uh, that whole team was great. And, um, you know, just kind of being mentored by him, he was uh, one of the captains on our team, and it was it was great to get to know him off the ice and even on the ice, just watching how much of a competitor he is. It was uh, it was really eye-opening. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And just, you know, before uh, before we spoke here that uh, you said you were finishing up some schoolwork. I mean, what's that, what's that experience been like, just trying to kind of, I guess – get your degree while you're not able to go to school. Yeah, no, that's the overwhelming part. <laughs> is, uh, trying to figure out, you know, when my assignments are due, uh, how to even find the assignments. Um, we're constantly emailing back and forth at the professors because they've also never been through this either. So it's, it's a lot of uh, communication over via email and, um, you know, trying to figure all that stuff out. But I, I think in the long run, it'll, it'll end up, uh, everything will work out, but it, it definitely is overwhelming. And, um, Lots of lots of time on the laptop trying to figure out all that stuff. Exactly, unbelievable. Well, at yeah. least you got to have this uh, little bit of a bright spot in your in your career to to kind of pave things over here while you're toughing it out like the rest of us. And uh, hopefully yeah, we'll get to see- mentally. exactly, and hopefully uh, we'll get to see you in the fall. And uh, congratulations again. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one.